No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Hey, welcome to No Thanks Needed. I'm Mike Van Acker. This is the No Thanks Needed Lockdown Edition. Brisbane is in lockdown. What's going to happen? Probably not much. Also this week, an update on Jake and his driving exploits, a Facebook marketplace story for you. And my favorite sporting team of the moment is making a bit of a comeback. Good times. Let's go. No thanks needed. News. Okay, as I record this, I'm coming to you from deep, dark lockdown. I haven't seen my family in ages. I can't call anyone. The phone lines have crashed and... I can't go outside, but I understand the ATMs no longer have cash and the supermarkets are out of food. The internet has crashed, and I'm just not sure how myself and my family are going to survive this deep, dark winter. Or not. Um, Look, it's day two of lockdown in Brisbane, day two of three days of lockdown, and it's no big thing. Of course it isn't. Yesterday, I went out and got groceries. Drea went off to help her mum out with some stuff, and I walked the dogs. We just did all of those things wearing a mask, whatever. Although you do have to wear a mask when you're driving your car, even if you're the only one in it, which I, for one, think is a bit odd. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but, you know, whatever. But having to wear a mask would have made more sense to me when I was 17 and driving my very first car. It was a little old Mazda 929 and it was not in great shape and I never cleaned it. And I suspect the mixture of exhaust fumes and the smell coming from my footy boots in the back seat was more of a health risk than anything we're currently facing. But I got through that and I'll get through this mask wearing thing now as well. I was actually pretty surprised to see that there was an anti-mask protest in Brisbane yesterday. I was like, really? You guys? It's day one of three. You haven't even had time to be bored yet. The cricket's on, there's stuff to do. Go home, enjoy being at home. But I Googled it and it turned out the protesters were these anti-vaxxers, anti-lockdown, anti-kind-of-everything people. So I say, let them roam the streets, whatever. If they're happy to take their chances, I'm cool with that. But imagine how the people of Melbourne would feel seeing Brisbane people protest on day one of three. They'd be like, bitch, we did this for months and shit was real. You have three days of it, please. I gotta say, I don't feel at risk of catching the Rona, but I am cool to be part of this mask wearing thing just because I can read, man. And you've only got to look at what's happening in the US and the UK and pretty much right around the world to know the Rona ain't playing, kids. So let's not let it get in here. I did have a little laugh to myself with the thought that if you want to go into a bank now, you're required to wear a mask. Wasn't that long ago that kind of behaviour had them setting off the alarm and activating the pop-up screens. Ah, funny old world, isn't it? No thanks needed. Sport. Well, the Big Bash rolls on and I love it. Cricket on TV every night, which is Drea approved. Luckily, Drea is a cricket fan. She's happy to have the cricket on. She loves Glenn Maxwell, which I think I've mentioned previously. It's beginning to be a bit of a problem, but I'll tell you about that in a second. But last step, I spoke about how the Brisbane Heat were a disaster, and they were at that time. But since then, they have won three in a row. Three. Count them if you want to three in a row and they're playing tonight so by the time you hear this they might even have won four in a row somebody pinch me this is very unexpected behavior but it's great it's just one of the great truths of well the world that sport is way more fun when your team is winning and my team currently is drew and i went to the game on thursday night it was on at the gold coast a place where we are no longer allowed to go right now 
because of the aforementioned lockdown. But back Thursday, back in the dim, dark days of freedom of last Thursday, we could go to the coast. It was no big thing. So we did. We went down early, had dinner at Caramia Pizzeria at Labrador. That's my mate Tony Laffin's uh, restaurant. Well, he doesn't like to call it a restaurant. It's a takeaway. It's a takeaway. Not the same thing. Anyway, whatever. Best ribs I've ever had. And I used to work at Ribbits in Brisbane a long time ago, so I know what I'm talking about. I've got to tell you guys, next time you're down on the Gold Coast, Caramia Pizzeria, Labrador, they're on Marine Parade, go there. Anyway, we did. I had a great dinner, fantastic. From there, we went to Pacific Fair to buy a poncho because it was raining, and then off to Metrocom Stadium, where I'd never been to watch the Heat play. It was the best night out. The Heat won in a rain-shortened affair, with the only negative being that Drea was unable to catch the eye of Glenn Maxwell, and let me tell you, she had a crack at it. She made up a sign to hold up to him whenever he came near the part of the ground where we were sitting, but he never really did. Very disappointing. Uh, in previous games, uh, she's been known to call out to him. She goes, Maxie, it's me. It's me, Maxie. And it makes everyone around look at her, everyone except Maxie. If this keeps up, her picture will be at the gate and she won't be allowed in next time. Now, speaking of the Big Bash, every team has overseas players. And um, the last couple of years, players from Afghanistan have been doing really well. They're very popular here because they're good spin bowlers. They show up here with their spin bowling arsenal intact, but their English language (laughs) skills are not amazing. So I caught the other day watching the Big Bash, the Renegades are playing, and their captain Aaron Finch turns to uh, one of his spinners, whose name eludes me right now, and it doesn't really matter. But uh, the commentators go, oh, let's listen in while Aaron Finch... uh, briefs his bowler on what he's looking for for this over and Aaron Finch goes up to the guy and he goes mate do you reckon he's going to lean back and try to hoik you over the long off uh, early on in the over to knock you off the rhythm and this Afghanistani bowler looks at him and goes eyeball spin and Aaron goes yeah nah righto mate <laughs> and just walks away ah <laughs> oh, fantastic cricket may be the international game but the players clearly do not speak the same language Okay, a bit of a Jake update for you all. Last time I told you that he left his laptop in the back of a DD and we had to go out and pick it up. The next day we went out, picked it up after I'd recorded the episode. That's why you didn't hear about it. The guy sent Jake a text saying, hey, I'm going to be at this restaurant in West End between 5.30 and 6.30. I'm meeting friends there. When dinner's over, I'll be going out driving, so I won't be available then. So be at this restaurant between 5.30, 6.30. Jake and I jump in the car. Off we go. We get there about 6 o'clock. An old mate sitting there by himself with Jake's laptop. So we got the laptop back and then he said, oh, did you want to sit down for a minute? And we went, nah, mate, we got to go. And it made me realise the friends he was having dinner with was probably us. (laughs) Anyway, we got the laptop and Jake drove us home. Why was Jake driving us home? Because at that time he was still on his learners because he failed his driving test the first time. Very, very disappointed. He said um, he made a silly mistake. If he could do his test over again, he wouldn't make that mistake. And, of course, that's how that goes. So, you know, I was trying to be philosophical with him, going, well, mate, you've got a bit of experience now. You know what to expect. You'll get it next time. By the way, when will next time be? And he goes, oh, January 15th, the best I can get. Okay, January 15th? That's ages away. Your school holidays will nearly be over. That's no good. So I jump on the internet and I look around. I look everywhere and I can't find a test for him. They're all January 15, January 17. All of them, I guess they close over Christmas. I don't know. But right then, the driving license gods intervened. And it turns out one of Jake's friends is just a tiny bit dodgy. She was a learner driver as well. 
And uh, around the time Jake missed out on his license, she just thought to herself, I'm just going to go for a drive. Just going to go for a drive. Did not have a supervising driver with her. Just jumped in the car and went for a drive. Now, here's a tip. If you're going to do that, take your L plates off because even the most junior police officer sees the L plate and goes, oh yeah, there has to be two people in the car, one learned driver, one supervising driver. They've seen the L plate, seen this girl cruising along on her own and went, hang on a tick. End result, she gets booked. She can no longer take her driving test because she's been, I don't, I don't know, banned for a couple of months. Whatever happens, I don't know. But either way, her test spot was available. Jake slid right in there and took his driving test on her date, which would have been, or which was, Christmas Eve, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm hanging around waiting for Jake to send me a text if he got his license or not. And at about 9 o'clock, the text come through. I got my P's and I thought to myself, it's a Christmas miracle. Now, since then, it's been a mixture of good and bad. Uh, the good, the other day I was up a ladder installing a string of lights in my pergola. I ran out of the little hooks that you need to hang them up there. And I went, Jake, come out here, Jake. And Jake comes over and I go, mate, go to Bunnings. Get me five packets of these. I give him a little bag. He goes, an hour later, he's back with the hooks. Fantastic. That's the good part about Jake having this license. The bad, well, I've barely seen him or the car I've given him on pretty much permanent loan ever since. Drea has a similar situation with her car and her daughter, who got her license a few months ago. So between us, Drea and I own three cars and we only have one now. We're still paying Rego and insurance on all three. We just don't know where two of them are. Haven't seen the kids for a while either. No thanks needed. Before I wrap up today, uh, another quick Facebook Marketplace story for you guys. Uh, We had out in our back area near the pool two outdoor tables. And just before Christmas, Drea looked at the smaller of the two outdoor tables and went, you have got to go. Sometimes she gets an idea in her head about something and goes, you were good enough? No, you're not. Hope she doesn't do that to me. It's a possibility. So she's just gone, okay, that table goes. She puts it on Facebook Marketplace. Someone from Kilcoy, which is, I think, about an hour's drive from where I live. Someone from Kilcoy gets in contact, goes, we'll take your tables and chairs, no worries at all. We're on our way. They turn up, oh, about an hour and a half later, having broken down on the way. They said they stopped at Bunnings at North Lakes and the car wouldn't start again, so they had to call the RACQ. And I go, oh, that's no good. Anyway, I help the guy load the outdoor table and the chairs onto his ute. They give us the money. And it's all, okay, thank you. Yep, thank you. Nice to see you. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. All of that. Off you go. They get in the car, turn the key. <laughs> Car's broken down again. And that's just awkward. These people, it's a hot day, they're sitting in the car, we're sort of standing awkwardly waiting for them to drive off and they don't drive off and they look at us and we look at them and we all kind of shrug and giggle and the guy tries to start the car again. And then they both get out of the car and they go, oh, we'll have to call the RSEQ and I'm looking at Drea going, what is the etiquette here? What am, Are we supposed to invite them in now? Are we, like they've got an outdoor table and chairs, they, <laughs> they've got somewhere to sit if they can be bothered climbing up into the trailer. But it seemed rude to suggest that in the same way way that I was thinking I should have said to them, hey, instead of spending money on an outdoor table and chairs, have you thought about getting a starter motor? Obviously, you can't say things like that, but you are allowed to think it and think it I did. Anyway, we gave him a drink of water. We stood in the shade. We chatted a bit kind of meaninglessly for half an hour. The RSQ guy turned up, got them started, and I felt like saying to him, mate, you might just want to follow them home or keep your phone handy. They'll be in touch fairly soon. Good luck. No thanks needed. 
All right, people, that wraps up episode one for 2021. Let's hope it's a better year than 2020. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Get in touch with me if you want to. Love to know your thoughts and always enjoy your feedback. This week, shout out to Glenn Muir, who's one of my longstanding trivia players out at Caboolture slash North Lakes. Uh, listens every week. Very interested in Jake's driving update. So there you go, mate. Thanks for listening. I'll chat to you all next week. Bye. No thanks needed with Mike Van Acker. Produced by the Podcast Boss. 